Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Hi, ho everybody. I'm not Mr. Fruit. And today we're going to be uh, talking podcast stuff uh, with Arios. We're back with episode episode 71. I always really suck at the intros. I did really good last time, but this you're is doing great. Keep going. A lot of hand keep movement, the confidence. But going. I love it. I love well, it. Well, the, the hand movement is kind of just like to keep the uh, the viewer yeah. engaged. You know yeah, what I mean? Like it's you're like they have something fire. I like it. Yeah, yeah, they have something to look at. Uh, today we talk about uh, peeing the pants. Arios talks about how he pooped his pants, or how one of his friends pooped his pants. I'm very proud of that. Um, we talk about uh, Overwatch Two, uh, that it's dead and not coming out this year. Uh, hilarious. And then we do some. Uh, do some Patreon questions. Uh, so why don't you stick around and listen to it? See or else. It. Or here. Well, no, not see it. You're here. What do you- like, war letters. What do you think, like, back then, like, what do you think the forefathers... Do you think they liked quills, or do you think they would prefer pens like we have now? Honestly, here, let me show you a picture. I don't have to show you a picture because I'm using a video camera, but do uh-huh. these... Do If the forefathers had these, bro... Is that your favorite kind of pen? Like just Dude, your traditional, like the ones you push in? Yeah, you just click it. It's a clicker, you know? See, I'm not, uh, but those used to make me really mad because then people just click, 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 and that's very distracting. That is true. They just, yeah, like like those clickers, right? And then people yeah. click them on their forehead too. It's like, dude, like what? What do you got? Did you do you know any spins though? Were you guys any, like, Blue, can you do like any spins with a pencil back when you were kind of just messing around? Oh, Whoa! I can do it now. I do it on uh, except I do a different spin I don't on those. Use pens anymore though. My spin you is like on pens. my thumb. I mean, when do you use a pen? What? Like, uh, all the like, time. I mean, really? I never. The, I I did I did do some tax stuff recently, and I did have to sign my name. That w- and they were like, "You have to sign it," and I was like, "How do I do that?" They're like, "You're gonna have to print it and then scan it and then send it to us." I was like, 
scan it like <laughs> that's where i become like kind of boomer is like i don't know how to scan things like that's the yeah. one thing like i if internet uh, i guess i never really learned is how to scan something scanning's weird yeah uh, you know what i don't think anyone actually knows how to scan anything everyone i think uh, maybe it. I, maybe it is a zoomer thing because i feel like zoomers don't know how to scan and boomers know how to how to <laughs> scan stuff because i've never really scanned anything ever and it's crazy because boomers don't know how to do anything else except scan. Okay. Wait. wait. Are we recording already? Yeah, of course I am. I oh. was just kind of hoping that we wouldn't think about it, and then you, you just kind of yeah. So we're we're in it. <laughs> that's oh, what, that's I was what, like, I start. I started when I was like, Arius, do you think the forefathers rather? Had I didn't okay. know where we were going. Sure, but this will be the this will be a bonus part. Um. I really had to go to the bathroom before we like go super far in it. I was okay, like, why are good. you guys not saving this for the podcast? Oh, just go. You just go, Blue. And then you can just okay, catch one us. sec, one sec. Yeah, we, we can continue this once you get back. Or should we just continue it now while he's... Yeah, we can just continue it now and then just like... Okay. But well, like, I like... I, I couldn't spin really. Like, it, and that's the only kind of... I was a chewer, unfortunately. You were I, a chewer, I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I wasn't. I always thought it was really gross when people <laughs> would like chew on pens and shit. And then... I did it, and then I was like, this is great. Dude, like, <laughs> they must have coded, like, the caps of those pens back in the day in, like, honey or some shit, because I obliterated the cap. You, you were a chewer as well? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would, be I would like, chew a cap, like, throughout, like, it, like it was gum. It was really weird. Yeah, I don't bro. know why. Yeah, it was crazy. I chewed that shit like it was beef jerky. It was nuts. A a anything did not have me do schoolwork. I was just like, I don't want to do any of this. Yeah, like, and I used to do this thing where I pretended like I was a fish in like the little like uh, clip thing on the pen. I used to hook my lip. <laughs> you hook yourself? As if I'm like a big mouth bass. <laughs> I just nibbled on a lure. Dude, that reminds One time I was like in fourth grade, dude. And I did like one of the grossest things, but I thought it was so cool. We had like snack time and I had like a fruit roll up. And I took like the fruit roll up and the paper, you know how it comes on the paper and you kind of take yeah. it off the paper. Yeah. I don't know why. And like, while she's in the middle of reading this, it was like a substitute teacher. I'll never forget this. I like made this weird mouth guard of paper and fruit roll up. And I would like, I like kept it in my mouth for like 30 minutes, bro. And she was like, you need to go throw that out. You psychopath. And it was just like one of the weirdest things that like for some reason I remember that being like in third grade with fruit roll up paper mouth. Hey, that is an excellent point. So like what are some weird shit that you used to do in school? Because I like um, because like me and my friends used to do this weird thing where we'd flip our eyelids. Right. And I, so ew, you could do that. I could do I could do Can it you now. do that still? Yeah. Well, I do. Oh, I does it hurt? I, I haven't done it in years. I might be washed at this point. But I could always try to do it again. Does it hurt? I always like thought it like looked like I, I always tried, but I you have to commit. Like if you're right. gonna get it, you gotta commit to fucking flipping. I'll see things. if I can still do it. But everybody was doing it, and then it got to the point where, uh, oh look, I just did it. See, did I do it? I mean, your internet is not. You're like the pixels are bad. Ew. Yeah. Ew. You did do it. That's gross. Arius, okay. it. I might okay. leave it that way for the whole podcast. Is that okay? No way. That would hurt. There's no chance you could do that. Yes. It's weird. One thing I, one thing I used to do, I wasn't like in school or anything, but um, I, I used to like snort a, a noodle, like yeah. a ramen noodle, and then it would come through your mouth, and then you could like floss. Hold that on. Is a, that that is a super weird feeling. I don't know if you've ever done that. i that in my head. So you would snort 
a like a cook yeah like a like a cooked ramen noodle you just like make sure it's cold and then you like snort it and then it comes out of like the little hole in your mouth you know like no fucking like, way yeah there's like a hole that connects like into your nose like Wait, you so know it's weird so there's a so what you're telling me is that there's a hole in your body that connects your mouth to your nose yeah you feel it bro there's like two like you feel it with your tongue right or it's back there so that's what that is yeah, you've never like been laughing so hard you've had like milk come out your nose or water come out your nose or anything like that. Now that you say that, yes, I always wondered why that happened. Oh, it, it happens, Ariel, because your brain is like this is hilarious <laughs> and it drains its fluid out through your nose. I always thought like the milk entered some portal and then it exited through the nose. No, you know there there is a there is a sad story that like you you brought up school and like third grade it brought up a really like sad story i remember i was like in i don't remember man it was like kindergarten or first grade and i remember i had to go to the bathroom so bad you already know where this is going right i had to pee so bad and i couldn't find uh it was either miss vandell or miss hendrix i couldn't i couldn't remember remember if it was first or second grade or kindergarten i remember it's like i got to the bathroom and like you know when like you have to pee so badly, it gets worse the closer you get to like the right. toilet. Like yeah. like as like I'm going to the bathroom, like this is just getting worse and worse and worse. Yeah. I remember, dude, like I'll never forget it, dude. Just like trying to um unbutton my pants and then I was wearing khakis. Like the worst kind of pants to pee your pants in. Khakis. Khakis. Because like, it just shows and like bro, I remember. Khakis. I'll never forget. It was like a movie. Like I was like unbutton them, dude, and I just see puddle. Like, and I'm just oh. like, oh. I'm just like, I am, uh, I'm done. Like my my rep as a the coolest first grader or kindergartner is out the door. Like wow. it's over. And like and it was I, squirting out of your pants. Did, no, it, nope. It was just a big puddle. And like I, I like I eventually like got it like and then started like you know doing my thing, but like I had to go back out to recess, and right. that was the problem. And all I remember doing is like, I got up, and like, um, I'm uh, I get out to the 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 recess, and there's just like a corner, like not even by, it's like part of the school, it's like a corner like that, and I'm not even kidding, I just go like this, and just like and just like hide in the corner like this until <laughs> like like nothing is happening. I just hide in the corner and cried, and then uh, and then uh, the kids started calling like the teacher over, and then I went home. <laughs> Yeah, dude, like peeing in khakis is the worst because they turn into like dark khakis, you know. So where it's, it's and like you can't hide. Like that was the thing. It's like okay, you can't hide that, right? Like it was just like this. It, I peed my pants, like and I. But then, thank God, first graders are stupid, and we forget everything. And the next day, it was like nothing, right? Because we were just well, opening Pokemon cards. Well, like the thing about peeing your pants is that you kind of have to embrace it, you know, like. I don't think it's as embarrassing as shitting your pants, you know, because it's, it's like it's not on that level. It's not that hardcore, you know. Yeah. Like everybody can pee. Like I can pee my pants right now, you know. No, I my body, I I my body will lay like no, like you really can't. like your like, body. I could not just sit here and be like like to like make a statement like I'm gonna pee my pants right now. No, I could not do that. Like my body would just be like no, <laughs> really. Like, I just wouldn't. Yeah, no, I could just sit there and just be like yeah <laughs> it's like, why? like i'm peeing my pants for a statement right now like i couldn't yeah that is true that is true 
You ever have an accident like that in school? Like uh, where you had to go home or anything like that? I did. So I actually shit my pants in first grade and I'm like, so I was in there. Well, actually I did it at my seat and then I had to go to the restroom and I'm like, well, I don't know what to do about this. And so I, <laughs> and so I, uh, and so I took off my drawers and I tried to hide them behind the toilet. I tried to hide them <laughs> behind the toilet <laughs> thinking that's that not a, that's not a bad move. Cause I mean, that is not a bad move. There was no trash can in there, you know, to like cover it up with tissue or something. So I tried to hide it behind the toilet. Eventually somebody found it. I don't know how, maybe it smelled like shit. Maybe, maybe they saw the actual Jones themselves and found it. And then they went like full Sherlock Holmes on me. And they like, you know, we're doing this analysis and like, we're what piecing, we're like piecing together of like who went to the bathroom 30 minutes ago and why like, can't they just get the janitor to be like hey just throw these away real quick like they don't, I they don't, don't know they got fucking the harley boys figuring out whose draws these are they wanted to know whose ass that shit came out from and it and they figured it out that it was mine and so that was unfortunate <sighs> i still interesting remember. the two of you your shit stories are interesting i peed my pants okay that's I think I've told my poop pants story. That's shitting from your front, times. though. Like, yeah. Oh God. I wish I had a story that good, quite honestly, but I never. It, it, it's kind of good if you don't have a poop in your pants story. That's or probably your best pants. that you don't. Yeah, I don't know if like it's good to have one of those. Yeah, like I used to pee the bed. Like that was a real big problem of mine now, back in the day. Like when I was a kid, embarrassing. Now I yeah. did, I did encounter secondhand embarrassment because. Um, I had sleep over a bunch of my friends in middle school and well, it was only like four of us. It wasn't like a bunch of friends, but mm-hmm. one of my friends, that's a ton when you're a little kid, like that's a, that's a banger party. One of my friends actually, when we had the sleeper over shit themselves and I felt so bad uh. because, <laughs> because like everyone could smell it, but we didn't want to say anything. So we were just like, um, Damn, bro, you're nice. You you're a nice kid. Smelling you're a nice kid. I'd be like, what the hey? So I smelled it. My other two friends smelled it. And you could tell my you could tell my, my friend knew. Like he was like, bro. You guys are making sh- eye contact, right? Bro, I shit myself. And it was so oh. I felt so bad because I ended up going to mom and I was like, Mom, um, I'm pretty sure my friend shit himself. So so she basically had to take him to the other room and be like, yo, uh, I got you a spare change of clothes. You got to take a shower, bro. Yeah. But like, Dude, wh- I mean, what else can you kid. do in that situation? That's Dude, that always used to be a big fear of mine as, as a as a prevalent bedwetting kid. I, 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 all the bedwetter kids out there, I remember I, I was one of them. All I right. Um, I remember that was a big fear of mine. Whenever I had sleepovers, bro, I was like, if I, and it happened, bro, like it happened a, t- a couple times where I was at a buddy's place and I. I pissed the sheets, but I was oh, there's always a play I used to do. If I peed, the, if I peed the sheets at me, and my buddy Blake, my editor, we always had this joke because it happened to both of us. Apparently, we were. Um, I mean, we. Um, I at one point, I, I I don't know whose friends I was at, but I had peed the bed, and I was awake before him, and I had like put the sheets in and the blanket in the washer and started it, and was just like, "Hey, man, like I gotta go, like I gotta go because." My parents are picking me up or something. I'm like, I already put the sheets in the blanket oh in the washer for God. you guys because I'm just oh a nice my. guy. 
that was like how I always played it. So me and my friend Blake always had this running joke where it's like, hey man, I like uh, I've, I gotta go. Like my parents are here. <laughs> but yeah, that that's something that happened way back in the day. You just get nervous or what? Like, why did you do it? No, I don't. It's just like in I I I don't know. In my dreams, when I pee in my dream, I pee in real life. I you don't know why. Is it still like it, that? It you? hasn't happened in like forever. Mm-hmm. Like, and by forever, I probably mean like four or five years. Like, so that was like a true once. like wet dream. Yeah, I guess. Like, it's just weird. Like, I will just be peeing in the dream, and then like in the dream, I'll be like, "Wait, why is it falling on me?" And then I'll be like, "Oh my god, I'm asleep!" And then I wake up. I can. I feel like that's see because I feel like that's in the same realm of of um. I mean, I've peed in my dreams before, but I've never actually peed from that dream but uh, i feel like yeah. it's probably the similar sensation of like because like i've peed in my dreams and i like wake up and be like did i piss my oh i'm good thank god but it's probably like a similar sensation of because i said a dream a couple days ago like where you drop a drink and you like have that uh instinctual reaction to try and catch it before it falls mm-hmm. mm. but you don't so then you wake up and like yeah, you, have, had, you wake up with that snap now. reaction. Yeah, that's what happens now. Back in the day, and sometimes I would just be like, "I'm peeing." Yeah, I'm I'm just peeing. And, the, and then like my aunt, my aunt made me wear diapers when I was like six. I was so embarrassing. Oh was, no! Yeah, diapers bad. when you were six. Yeah, because I just like she's just like I don't want him pissing. <laughs> were they like a low profile diaper i don't like dude i'd like try and block that shit out but like that was legit something that happened i remember that you know I what's crazy so mad, but i did is like when we're born we wear diapers and then when we're old we wear diapers so it's like we Whoa. come full circle you know Whoa. right yeah that's like is oxygen just poison that like just only works when you turn like 100 like it just takes up time yeah, and and then it's just like there's like this. Um, what's that movie with uh, where he like ages backwards? Uh, B- uh, Benedict Arnold or oh, ben- Benjamin Button. <laughs> Benjamin Benjamin Button. Yeah, ben- Benedict Arnold's a traitor. <laughs> the traitor. <laughs> yeah, but I don't remember, like... exactly remember what he did, but he, he betrayed us, I guess. I don't know. Maybe he wet the bed or something. But um... <laughs> hey, come on. Hey, I like Benedict then. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. 
which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. But yeah, I mean, it's like we get to this point where it's like then then we just start like going backwards, you know, and then we start wearing diapers again and then people got to take care of us and, and you know. Yeah, I just want to I just don't want to be too old. You know what I mean? Like, like how old's too old, though? I don't know, man. Like where I look like a hobgoblin, like where I right. just look like. You know what I like? If I'm turning the corner, I'm like, please, like, just stop, don't look at me. Look like, like Walking Death, like old and yeah, crusty. Like, and... I, I don't want that. Like to the point where people are talking to me like I'm a pet. Like I hate that shit. Like when people yeah. talk, yeah. Like I hate that. Like they are, a, like they're a person. Like they're not dumb or something. Yeah. Like don't, like don't patronize me. Right. And like I don't mean to get too sad and ruin the vibes here, but but it is kind of sad. Like eventually, like like you and your spouse, like one of y'all is gonna be left to behind, you know? Yeah. Which 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 Thanks, definitely Arios. sucks. But I don't know which one is better. Like, is it better to be the one left alone, or is it better to to be the one to I'm go, go first? Nah, go I first feel like you're me. equally screwed because if you leave someone yeah. behind then you feel like like you're dying and you're like you, you're like god i don't want to what are they gonna do when i'm gone bro like right. i'm leaving them but yeah. then but then if you're the one who obviously is losing that person you're just like bro like no i feel like i feel like losing someone is more definitely worse you think so because then like, like i feel like if you go first you got a way better because yeah, you get yeah. to you get to go with someone who you know loves you. That is true. Yeah. Beautiful blue. That was beautiful. Now, like I say that because like I'm not going to be single the rest of my life, Lamau. No, yeah, because we're going to be. Oh, hey, you'll find love there, blue. Now, ideally, you you both go out together, like the Notebook. Hopefully, or like uh, oh, Hopefully that movie gets spoiler. me every Tim. Is that your fa- is that your guys' favorite love movie, The Notebook? Mm, it's definitely my favorite Nicholas Sparks film. It, it's I like it. I, gee, I didn't know you were gonna get down like that. I, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I don't. I mean, you that's know, like Nicholas a direct. Sparks, that's who directed it, or something. I believe so. Yeah. Does he make uh, a bunch of the like love movies or something? He makes a bunch of the romance movies. Um, really, Nicholas Sparks. I'm, uh, here, I can probably find some other ones that he's done. Uh, Safe Haven, Dear John, A Walk. Oh, to I remember. like Safe Haven. Safe Haven's he, awesome. He had some bangers. A Walk to Remember, and then two oh, years. Oh, the Mandy Moore West. Sad. Yeah. That's a two, sad movie. Two years later, came out with Notebook. I mean, we're talking about two bangers within like a span of two years. That's crazy. All right, Three give years. me give me a movie you watch, and it doesn't it doesn't matter if you cry every time. Like you are crying every time you watch it. Oh man, I'll let you guys go first. Let me let me uh, marinate on this a little bit. The one. The one I think about that I cry every time is, of course, your name. I cry. Oh, I cry hell yeah. Mm. Especially if like, I, I had to be by myself, though. If I'm like with other people, like I'm at the point now where I can like desensitize myself and be like, don't cry, pussy. Um, and then I would probably say like oh, I had it in my head and then it kind of just escaped me after I said your name. You guys may have to come back to me. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, I think one I always cry at is uh, Hardball uh, with Keanu Reeves. Um, whenever G Baby gets shot and dies. Oh, that's the baseball movie, right? Yeah, the baseball movie. My stepbrother movie loved that movie. Yeah, yeah. That's um, that's gets... what what's what does he sing? What's his song that like he likes to sing? Yeah, I like I it when, it you, when call you call me big, me big pop. Papa. <laughs> yeah. Throw your hands in the air. You're the true oh, player. Yeah. That is a sad movie. Damn, I forgot. Keanu's got some bangers. He, he does. really does, man. Spanning over a long time, too. Yeah, he Keanu. just keeps hanging out with them, too. Um, Let me see. Crying movies. Think, like, to... really anything where animals, uh, like, die. I just, I'm a mess. Like, dog. Really, any like, kind of, like, Marley and Me? That I've never seen yeah. Marley and Me. Bro, Marley any of the me. dog, any of the dog movies, I'm always crying. I'm, like, like, those aren't happy from start to end. Like, like there's, there's at some point some sort of dog heartbreak, and that's just, like, and I'm just a mess. After that. Trying to, the Notebook too though. Uh, the the Notebook is great. Curious. That uh, that's a really good movie. Um, um, Goodwill Hunting makes me cry Good every Will time. Hunting. Like, yeah, dude, that's a great movie because he just kind of learns through therapy who he is and stuff. Like, I'm like, I can True. relate to that. Yeah, it's not your fault. Any and, and this this include any Pixar movie that has come out like has that has come out in the past like 15 years. Like, send, any Pixar movie. Oh, up, like. I've cried like in that new movie soul. I probably, I think I cried to oh, that. I'm sure I did. That, that was, was a great movie. Great movie. You know, this, I didn't, I didn't think about it until you said Pixar toy story three. Mm. Oh, when he's like saying bye to his toys. When he's oh. saying bye to his toys. Yo, that I literally like, that's me like watching my childhood. That movie with that scene was like made for our generation, like for our age yeah, specifically. Exactly. Like, cause we were just going to college. Like, like, I feel like when we did grew that come up, out? like we grew up with Andy, you know. Yeah, a hundred percent, and that's what made it hit even harder. Exactly, yeah. and so he threw away his toys, and it was almost like we were throwing away our toys too. Yeah, 2010. So I was just like a sophomore in high school. So I was just kind of throwing my toys away. You know what I mean? I'm growing right. up, Dad. Right. You're starting to look at more porn and less toys. <laughs> Uh, Inside Out is really good. Coco, bro. Ooh, that makes me oh, yeah. weep. Coco. That makes me weep because I have yes. an abuela. Yep. Oh, Coco. Yep. Abuela Coco. I just remember yep. Coco is one of my most, like the thing, one of the movies I remember the most watching the first time because I went with my, uh, I was my Thea and my mom. And I just remember looking over and I just see both of them sobbing, bro. <laughs> and, yeah. and I mean, I mean, I don't see... Like I've never seen either of them react to a movie that hard, and I was yeah. just like, "Yo, it probably like." I mean, I get it. A lot, yeah. Of... Like I get it, but like I was just, I was like, "Bro, like holy shit!" Yeah. Like it's a great movie. Yeah, Coco's dope. I think uh, another. I, and this is maybe Pixar, um, and I think this movie, at least to me, has like the like the best like first five ten minutes of a film I've ever seen, and that's up. Yep. Up. Yep. Oh. Where, where it's like just like the full like the little yeah story. Just, right yeah and 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 like that was really brief it was like what like 10 minutes like five ten minutes whatever and it was just like the full spectrum of life and and i was just you know it gets me gets me uh gets me every time damn damn movie all this love talk is making me think about we got valentine's day coming up we do we do got any plans Arios? 
Uh, you know, I mean, you know, in these COVID times, you know, nothing crazy. I think we might just go to the, um, just to the park, you know, have a little picnic. Yeah. Um, COVID times, that's kind of all you can really do. Yeah, you know, out in kind of a spacious area, you know, nothing crazy. But um, both of our dogs just got surgery. So hopefully by the oh. time Valentine's Day, they're, we're able to take them to the park and and um, go have some fun. Are they okay? Yeah, yeah, they're good. They just, they uh, each had like a little growth that they had to get cut out of them. Um, and so they got that done and now they're just recovering. So Okay. How old are your dogs? Yeah, they're good. Uh, they're both seven. They're both seven. Okay. Did you get them at the same time? uh got one uh they're actually a year apart um okay and um i don't know like thinking about the dogs though like they're seven so they're about like middle age i guess that's what like 40 something in human years yeah like they're kind of their kids are like going to school like, yeah like school kids. It, like it's crazy like you know like the dogs used to be younger than me now they're older than me it's pretty crazy how that works yeah. i hate i hate uh, like the dog years to human years it always makes me kind of sad i mean max is like max Dude, is like 18 and a half i think so he's like, like an old like, like wizard cat years to human like i like i don't even know he's what, what like 17 in cat years he's 18 17? so like 18 he's 18 is, he's 88 he's 88 he acts it like he acts <laughs> like he's 88 too bro he's my like, dude 80 wait really Oh yeah, dude. Like he like sometimes when he tries to jump on the bed, he'll like kind of miss miss shoot and kind of slip all down. And then we go, Oh Aww. Max, that's sad. But then like he'll get it. You kinda of just have to be like, Come on, Max. He used to be able to like jump on the sink, uh, to like get his water Damn. but now I don't know if he's cause I don't know if it's because he knows I'll do it and he's just like, Well, I don't have to fucking jump to that now. He'll just pick me up and put me there. So I just <laughs> I pick him up and put him there. And then like now he used to like he's done this new thing now where he used to drink from the faucet, but now I think because that makes him bend weird, he he likes it to where I like shut the sink off and like we'll close it off and then fill it to the point where it's like a giant mm. bowl of water and then he'll go yeah, yeah. take like two licks and then go back. But like he's old, so like he needs they they say like he needs to drink water as much as he can because he's old. So yeah. Yeah, he, he he do be drinking yeah. whenever he has to. Eighteen years, dude. Yeah, like, I mean, I hadn't had him for eight. no, no. He's like Sydney's like childhood cat. I hadn't had him for like, oh. that long. Oh, but like okay. I have I a childhood dog that like came into my life when I was ten, and he was one at that point, and he's still alive. I think he's like sixteen, like, and Damn. he's old, man. Like he can't see. He's deaf. He'll probably oh. die within like the next couple of months or something. Well, we'll have to like put him down or something. It's gonna be sad. But I mean, he's like That's had like tough. the best life ever and like eat, ate like anything he wants. And then the other dog, his name is Louie. He's like eleven or something like that. He just had surgery. He had like uh like a cancerous tumor on like his anal gland, so he had to have surgery mm -hmm. to like get that removed. But surgery and well and stuff, they're just gonna like see if it's like cancer returns or something. Man, hope yeah, he dogs gets are better, sweet. Dude. Yeah, like they're, they they're are. Awesome. And Max is just, and Max and like Max had surgery on his mouth because he oh dude it used to be so bad like his wow. gums were like black and his like whenever his mouth dude, the worst thing Max could, it it might as well have been dude like the worst thing that could happen is if Max was sleeping next to you and he yawned. If you were in the vicinity of that yawn, it was like death. And it was like, 
we need to get like there is something wrong with his mouth like so we took him in and it was like he had to get like he had like rotten teeth to the point where like his gums were rotting so he got like four or five teeth removed so he's just on like a soft food diet now Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, just he's riding off into the sunset in the retirement homes he's living the high life right now he's probably meowing right now wanting to be fed He's like that basketball player, you know, who like back in his prime was throwing down like tomahawk windmill dunks, you know, and now he's in like that late part of his career, you know. He's like he's like B Griff. He's like yeah, Blake Griff. He's like going Blake from Griffin. jumping over cars. He's but now he's like B Griff. Now he's doing layups. You Just know? Keep, hey, keep keep getting them checks, B Griff. You know, there's nothing wrong. Keep getting them checks. That's right. But but it's like, dude, like watching Blake Griffin, like it's kind of sad because I mean we're not that far from from like the era where you know he was throwing down these crazy dunks, and now it's just that like, was like what. 10 years ago like i mean was maybe? it that long ago i mean he was still throwing down pretty viciously like what like four or five years ago he was like but... rookie of the year like 2011 i think or something like that yeah and he and, you know he had a good run but blake griffin car dunk over the kia 2011 that's 10 years ago damn <laughs> 10 years over, yeah the slam dunk and he just kind of junked over the hood. Like, that was kind of, it was kind of soft, but. Yeah. Dude, but if I were to do that, like, I would have clipped the tire and then just smack my face against, like, the hood. You ever just... been able to dunk? No, no. I, Dude, you got, you got that able... ability in you, though. Yeah, but I'm not a dunker, you know? I'm not a dunker. You got, not... you got that build, though. You're telling me you couldn't, like, if you did, like, a lot of explosive exercises for, like, oh, two months. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Like, if I train myself, you know, maybe, but. You got the how tall are you? Like six one? Yeah, maybe about six one, yeah. How tall truly are you? Are you like a true six two, six one? I think I'm maybe like six six one, maybe on a good day, depending on what shoes I wear. Arios, if I was your height, I'd rule the world. I seriously would. I really? Mean that. Uh, I I wish I if I could be six one, dude, oh, I'd, would I you? would I I would rule the world. I swear to you, I would. I if love you. Were- I would love that height. If you were six one, would you still pee sitting down? Probably not. I would do everything standing up. Yeah, like, right. Just just to be up there, you know. Up the, in the only clock. the only disadvantages with being tall is airplane. Like that is the only disadvantage that comes with being tall. In my opinion, like that's the only downside I can see to being tall is planes. Okay. Of airplanes, like you yeah, can- just because like leg roam, like oh. you know, you you don't want to be all squished and shit. Because like, like I sit comfortably at, at a true five eight. Yeah, uh, I, I sit comfortably in a plane. Nice. But uh, if I was just six foot, man, that would be great. Are you are you back working at all with the uh, uh, with the uh, NBA at all or not? Nah? Yeah, with the Spurs. Yeah, it's been crazy. It's a- what do, what's it like? Give, give us a little inside scoop at the COVID life. Oh man, I mean, obviously no fans. <laughs> cardboard fans uh is it weird yeah it's definitely weird it's like pumped in crowd noise and like sound effects and like you know does it even sound like a game though with the pumped in crowd noise uh i you know what's cool about it though uh, i mean with the crowd noise i mean it's obviously fake but what's kind of cool about it though is like you can hear the player chatter a lot more that's like, what i was gonna say like you could probably hear the trash talk and yeah like you, you can hear, hear d white be like sit down bitch like what you want yeah, like for sure. Like they're always like, you know, talking shit to refs and coaches and players and stuff. And and like before, like that would always get drowned out, you know, because the crowd and stuff. Mm-hmm. But now you can like actually hear them like having conversations. Where are you standing when the game is going on? Like when the game is happening, where are you on the floor? Are you uh, on the floor or are you in the locker room? Yeah, like usually near like the opposing team's bench. So pretty close. So you, pretty do you close. have to get tested every time you go into the arena? For every game, we got to get tested two times. So two days before and then one day before. 
Really? Yeah. Yeah. And, and is the, it is it deep nose one or is it like easy nose one? Uh it's uh, it's 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 actually anal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've heard that too. Okay, yeah. okay. I don't know what uh, one you're getting done, but yeah. Yeah, uh, I won't. I won't even uh, elaborate on that. But... They take they take like a snippet of, <laughs> of your speaker type with scissors. Can't get it. Five swirls in there. No, but if it turns a... red. Do you have COVID sniffing dogs? Um, there are dogs that go in the locker room. I think I don't know if they're sniffing for COVID. Maybe they're sniffing for like a variety. Because I know Miami Heat, like they had COVID sniffing dogs, like yeah. legit. Right, and like if they smelled COVID, they like sit or whatever. Like good boy. How does it, first of all, what does COVID smell like? Like that is dogs are so cool. Dogs with a job. Like hickory and butterscotch. I'm not really sure if it. I don't know, but like dogs, like there's been dogs that have been able to smell breast cancer and stuff, and like cancers. I love dogs. We don't deserve them. No, we don't. We don't. So, so two tests and you before and after, right? Every every home game. Uh, yeah, every every home game. Yeah, two tests. Uh, both have to be negative, and um, and then gotta obviously gotta wear a mask. Even the players gotta wear a mask, like on the bench and stuff. Isn't there like an area where the players don't have to wear a mask, right? And it's like twenty feet away from the bench or something like that. Um. I don't know. Like the rules kind of changed, like uh, two, per, three weeks like ago. state, I guess. Yeah. So I, I mean, I know at least here in San Antonio, they have to wear them. Like if they're not on the, um, if they're not on the court, like they gotta wear the mask. So yeah, no fans, right? No fans at Spurs games. No fans, except other than for, like family. Yeah, just a few family and like I don't know, a few just I guess like staffers or whatever. But yeah, no uh, fans. Well, I mean, I guess there is fans, but. Uh, they're very two-dimensional, and, and they smell like cardboard. <laughs> but That must be weird, just a bunch of cardboard like, yeah. cutouts, and you're, like, just balling right there. <laughs> In the crowd. D-White's back, though. That's tight. D-White's been balling. He's back yeah, from, like, dude. a toe injury. Yeah, he's back, man. He's back. And he got the bag, too, man. Your boy. He got the bag. So, like... like so like watching a future NBA player in high school, like did they like did he just dominate everybody? Like, dude, it was weird. Like he took like a huge jump. Like he went from like, well, like junior Dy always kind of had it. Like sophomore year, did he grow uh, up? Yeah, so not until college, bro. So like his senior year, he might have been like your height six one six two somewhere around there. Yeah. Um, and then he just kind of exploded in college when he went to UCCS. Uh, yeah, dude, but in his senior year, bro, he just dominated. Like, That's crazy. He was just so nice and, like, right. just so just so clean. Like, He's I'll never forget it, though. His senior year, we're playing we're playing Arapahoe in the, the Elite Eight to go – no, the, the Sweet 16 to go to the Elite Eight where you, you're still playing at somebody's high school, but when you get to the Elite Eight, that's when you go to, like, to the Denver Coliseum and you play there. Uh, I think it was like we were down down two or something like that. Uh, eight seconds left, bro. I'm sure Derek could tell you. I don't know if he still doesn't want to talk about. It. I've never talked to Derek about it to this day. I'll never forget, it, bro. He like inbounded to Dy. He just takes it up, bro. And you know he's taking the shot. It's our best player. Like our best player has the ball. Like so he like like corner three, bro. Like they everybody thinks that he's driving and gonna get the foul or something like that. Nah, Derek goes pulls up for the three, bro, to take the lead because I think we're down two. Might have been down one, honestly. I don't really remember. We were either down one or down two. 
and dude, it was like a movie. I'm not kidding you. I was like front row because I was like part of the fans that was like making it really cool and stuff. So dude pulls up and like lets it go, dude. And it's like a, it's like slow motion. I'll never forget it. And like I'm watching D land and I'm like I, I'm like have my hands up. And it just like it goes, bro, and like it's like a movie, and it just rims out. Like ah. it is, it is in it. It's in the basket. It is in the basket. It's halfway it's in, down. It is in the basket, bro, and it just like rims out, and that was it. And then we lost. And then they like they got the rebound and just like hucked it because there was like a second left. And that was and that was Derek White's last. And then but like I wasn't upset. That was like our best player had the ball. Like you know that coach didn't draw it up he said just get the ball to Derek." you know yeah and but i uh, did i did i think Derek would get to the nba i thought Derek should get a d1 scholarship and he had potential to but i thought he would need to grow and stuff everything just worked out his way bro and i think like when he got drafted to the spurs he couldn't have gone to like a better place like that was the exact kind of place he needed to go yeah for sure where he'd like develop and stuff and oh yeah and he's such a cool dude like um when we were there at pack south when i when i went to the game uh and saw you there that was really cool he was really nice to some family friends and myself he was really cool nice, to dude. After him. yeah he's a really good guy go Derek. Derek white baby the angie's list you know and trust is now angie and we're so much more than just a list we still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Uh, let's move uh, into some uh, video gaming news, because there's a game... There's a. We were talking about dying a lot, and speaking of dying, uh, Overwatch Two and Activision oh, uh, during gosh. an earnings call today, uh, Activision Blizzard said it's not expected to release Overwatch Two or Diablo Four this year in 2021. Oof. So Overwatch and I don't really care about Diablo Four. I mean, I'm sure there is a huge Diablo Four fan base out there. I just never n- know anything about it, but. I feel bad for I feel bad for the Overwatch community that is still there apparently, but like that Man. that just shows that they announced Overwatch two to be like hey, like as like a cover up or like a distraction from the hundred percent yeah. yeah I forgot what the it was like about Hong Kong and stuff right yeah you guys remember when Overwatch one like first came out like that Dude, was Overwatch one was popping you got you both oh. loved it you guys oh, were stands yo, you guys both were stands yeah yo blue was nutty genji nutty. oh man <laughs> season <Gengu>. one genji <laughs> people people talk about my season one genji like it was like some legendary thing and i was like it was like That's a three month thing <laughs> and like then genji got nerfed to the ground and i never played like hey, what I was the nerf to? It was like you oh, couldn't, it was the, you couldn't uh, double jump or something. Like yeah, it was like the ledge, uh, yeah, like the double jump ledge jump thing, wall I, I, or something. Yeah, yeah, you couldn't and double it, jump off of a wall jump. Oh, so yeah. okay. you could only, you could only, yeah, once you wall jump, like you were done. Yeah, Man. and then that—that's the game where I just learned how to play like a computer game. I remember I was like, I'm gonna play Farah, and I'm gonna beat Farah into the ground until I learn how to play Farah. You or love Farah. Work a keyboard. Oh, I still oh, remember yeah, when, yeah, Rob's Farah, like he would, that was his, 
And then I, I remember had like, like 150 hours on Farrah, just Farrah one season. You like love season four, Farrah. I think. I still remember me and one man because Arios was like, bro, I'm like hard stuck bronze. <laughs> and I was like, wait, Arios, you're hard stuck bronze. So me and one man made alts and I just Hanzoed the whole time. And we got him like what we got you like in like one yeah. night to like right below Aeros platinum bronze to like master in like a season oh no, yeah and then eros became a gamer no it, it, dude like it wasn't like bronze is generous like that's like charcoal wood like <laughs> like, like when, yeah when when i met Arios on the overwatch circuit this dude was like at like 800 points like he was he was bronze bronze and like no like no smurf bronze like you were legit bronze no, that was really my first computer game. Like, yeah. like that was legit the first game I played on computer. So I naturally gravitated towards what I felt was the easiest character, and I just played the fuck out of Mercy for like, <laughs> which is like, which is like, you would think Mercy is simple, but Mercy is like actually so hard to play. Right, you for sure, yeah. especially early Mercy with like the the giant res where you kind of yeah. have to be the last one to survive, but also still be able to heal. Yes, those times fives were so fat when you could pull one of those off. Good times with the, with the OG Mercy, man. Yeah, and where did what happened, man? Like once uh, once goats happened, it's just kind of. Well, yeah, it was like a series of a lot of weird metas. Like, you know, we had the Mercy meta when, like, the Moth meta, and then would <laughs> she be flying around like a witch? Fucking heroes never die. Like, God, it's so dumb. Like two insta reses, and it's like this so bitch. stupid. Yeah, and then and then obviously goats was crazy. Uh, I, That's when I, I really started stopping. Was that really person. well? Oh, okay. And Brigitte, Bur when Brigitte kind of came into the game. That's when I was like, mm, this is yeah. bullshit. Yeah. Brigitte was definitely changed the game, no doubt, no doubt. Who did you play Arius the most, like on your climb? Um, played a lot of Ana, um, and uh, Zenyatta. Yeah, a lot of Ana Zenyatta, because um, Overwatch. Well, well, actually, I um, I started to get into um, a lot of the esports, and so I started to watch like some of the Korean like Apex tournaments and stuff. Oh, who'd you support? Um, ah, oh, God. It, it was the uh it was the uh lunatic high lunatic high okay and um um and Rio Hong. yeah jay hong man and i i i started watching jay hong and then i just you know i started playing the characters that he played you know so mm -hmm. good times and then overwatch league you know with the dynasty what did you peak at sr was i think it like four thousand i think it about four thousand gm yeah i got gm one time um, nice and then uh what season do you remember um oh man there's so many seasons i don't even know what season it's on now maybe like season like i couldn't even it has to be on like 20 right season 78 now yeah who knows let me see current current season of overwatch but like overwatch like in its prime like oh my it God. Was cool because like we could all play together and we all season 26 you know 26 damn yeah season 26 but like that like, what do they do with an Overwatch 2? Like, do they change, like, the fundamentals? I think that's what they're asking, too. Like, I think that's why the game's not coming, because they don't know the answer to it. I think right. they're even asking, like, what is this? 
Yeah, because they said it was going to be like more like PVE and like if you had Overwatch 1, you could play Overwatch 2 PvP. Like, I, I'm kind of confused on the whole thing, but I do kind of miss it though, deep down. And, but then, like, it was if you have Overwatch 1, you can play with people who have Overwatch 2. Right. Yeah. And like the multi. So it was like, what was the point of getting Overwatch 2 then if it yeah. just makes no sense? Yeah, like, why isn't it just like DLC or whatever? But I don't know. Who the heck knows? That game is... When's the last time you actually played Overwatch? Do you know? Oh, man. Uh, I mean, I, I've, like, hopped on, like, here and there with some friends. Um, Nothing like comp, though? No. I haven't played comp in probably, like, over a year or something. Because uh, I, I got really big. So I stopped playing Overwatch, and then I got into Escape from Tarkov. That's right. Are yeah. you still in that, right? I still, I still love Tarkov. Um, I still don't get it, dude. I don't know. You know what I compare Tarkov to? What? I compare Tarkov to One Piece. It's the it, Tarkov is the One Piece of video games. People are like Tarkov is so fucking good, but Tarkov doesn't start getting good till you get forty five hours into the game. You know what I mean? And it's like right. I don't have that time to get my ass pushed in all the time to get good at Tarkov and understand what Tarkov is. And like, you're, um, I mean, that's not totally wrong. Like, like that's kind of right. Like it takes a while to learn every, like there's a lot to learn and like, you're going to get your ass kicked for like your first, you know, 20, 30, 40 hours, whatever. Uh, and, and a lot of people like give up during that time, but, but if you can like stick it out and then once things start to kind of make sense and you learn different things about the game, then you start to realize like, holy shit, this is, this is what people are talking about, but it takes a while to get to that point. Like I, I'll see somebody like just pistol somebody like, pew, and they're like, oh shit. Like, yeah. Like, I'm just like, I'm just like, I don't understand. But then like. I'll get in the game and then I'll shoot somebody and then like I'll be like fuck yeah and they're like nah that's just a scab. I'm like, oh, yeah. What is that? Like what what's a scab? What's a scab? And then like and then they're like I just killed a raid guy. Like what's the difference oh, between? Yeah. Well, like the. Raid and then like I also learned there's a waste like there's an actual economy in that game like in game market yeah. You can like you can... can you buy a gun with real money? No, no, no. Um, it's all with like your in-game currency, uh, but you can sell and buy items from other players that are in-game as well. So, like, it, you know, if you wanted to sell, you know, some item uh, on the market, you could, you could, you could throw it up in the market, and some other, you know, um, you know, you know, sniper slayer six nine would buy it from you, and then you'd get you get the money for it. And then what? And then you could do what with that money? Buy another gun that somebody is selling on the marketplace that you want. Yeah, yeah, like with the money, yeah, you could buy armor, guns, helmets, ammo. So, um, so say I I bought this gun, I I sold a red card. I saw one of my buddies get a red card or something oh like God. that, and like, and was like, you know, or something crazy, something like that. I don't know. He yeah. sold it for a bunch. Yeah. So say I get that fifteen million, okay, and now I'm like, I want to buy this gun, okay? I buy this gun, and then yeah. I use that character that I have that gun on, but then I die while I have that gun. That yeah, gun's gone forever. It's gone forever under the circumstance that you didn't insure the weapon. So if you buy insurance for certain, uh, you know, items, helmets, armor, guns, and you die with it, and then nobody loots it and takes it with them out of the raid, then you get it back. Oh, so if you have insurance on it, you have a chance to get it. You have back. a chance to get it back if nobody takes it from your corpse and bring, you know, throws it in their backpack and 
you know, takes it out of the raid with them, you get it back. So Either how do you know that they didn't take it? Like eventually you'll just get it back in your inventory eventually, or will it? Eventually you'll uh, get a message from one of the in-game traders and he'll be like, yo, bro, I got, you know, I got your stuff, you know? Okay. Uh, and then you'll get it back. But it, it's, it's you know, like if you have lower tier items, chances are you will get stuff back. But as you start to get higher level and get better, you know, weapons with better, you know, um, like attachments and armors and stuff, chances are people are just going to take it. People what's the, have you ever lost anything like that? Like what's the most you've ever lost? Oh, dude. I, you know, the thing about Tarkov is, I mean, you know, you can't get like emotionally attached to any of your gear. Uh, like we call it gear fear because like, you're going to lose it. Like you're going to lose everything you have at some point. It's only a matter of time. So yeah, I mean, I've lost, you know, kits worth okay. a lot but really? it's just part of the game but uh, have you, know, you ever had a red card whatever that is uh i i've never found a red key card no i've never found a red key card um but if i how did, do you find those well i i know it was like he like killed somebody that was doing something and then went to his body and there was a red key card yeah yeah and he was like uh, he was like oh my god like dude yeah i bet he was not in his pants like that's it's super Can you red. have insurance on that uh on a red key card no um so like there's this thing called called your pouch like anything you loot uh you can throw it in your pouch and even if you die you keep it it's kind of like you know we call it the prison wallet because it's like like it's safe no one's gonna go in there and you know and get it so i mean typically if anybody gets a red key card they immediately throw it in that little safe pouch and they keep it forever oh why did he i wonder why he had it in his backpack then Oh, uh, yeah, he definitely shouldn't have had it in his backpack for sure. But it sounded like he did extract with it, so he should be, you know, good and rich. And Oh, yeah, like he sold it and everything. It, like, insta-sold, too, for, like, yeah. whatever the highest price is. Like, it insta-sold. Yeah, what does a red key card do? Like, wh why does that red key card cost $15 million in-game currency? Uh, well, so, like, the red key card, uh, so there's this map called Labs, and it's, like, the map where all these, like, super, like, mega turbo nerd gamers go, like, like these thick Chad gamers. And, and you don't go to the Labs? I, I rarely go into Labs. That That's just too much RGB for me. Uh, but there's <laughs> <What's> RGB. <laughs> too much, that's too much, that's too much gamer, gamer tech. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about dudes with three wireless mouses, you know, <laughs> all synced up RGB to their computer. Like everything is all synced. It's breathing, like it's pulsating. Oh man! Yeah, but like, there's this room. It's called the red key card room, and you know, you just swipe the key card, and it opens up this room to where I've never even been inside. Do you, do you have to get to there first? I'm assuming you you spawn in, and then you have to get to the where that point yeah. is, and you can die with that key card at any time. Uh, oh yeah for sure like you can like you definitely have to get there but if you get there and open the room i think it's just an oasis of loot to where you could potentially make all that money back you know yeah so like that's my question like what like do you have to go through a boss or do you have to go through like are people just camping that door because they know someone with a red key card is coming and then uh, like they can loot that red key card off the person I, and then i mean i that's that's not like a terrible strategy i'm sure there's people that do do that you know because like if anybody opens it you know now like, i'm interested now i'm all of a sudden you know, like like if anybody opens that door then you know you, you know you could surprise them and go it in was there. weird man you I, you were on the escape from Tarkov train way before it ever popped off. Yeah, like you sure. you were there first, and then like I remember one week it was like 
you're like, guys, let's play Escape from Tarkov. And then the next week, it was everybody was playing Escape everybody. on Tarkov. Yeah. And we'll see. Okay. So Fruit actually bought me Escape from Tarkov like back in 2000, maybe it was like 2017. We made a video on it, I think. Really? Like, I think so. I think there is a Mr. Fruit Escape from Tarkov video with all of us. Is in. there? <laughs> I, I, there has to be. We've done it before. Blue, you mentioned to me one time that you were like kind of intrigued by Tarkov. Is I was intrigued a... because it kind of reminded me of the 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 parts of Rust that I like the most, which is like the <laughs> PVE VP aspect yeah. of, and that yeah, you can come across other people, but but the kind of like what Rust is doing now has kind of focused more on is not just having the entire game be PVP focused, like right. having the best loot be from PVE but that you can just straight up yoink that best loot from other people. Like you, like there, it's like a strategy, like it becomes more or less of just like a PVP, like wasteland and more of a strategic yeah. how like, all right, I got my, I got my dank fucking loot from cargo. Now I got to get it home without getting murdered by other people who just watched me go to cargo and know I have good loot on me right. type of deal. And that's, seemed sick and i was like i mean tarkov looks cool like pvvp and you got actual pve elements and like raid it? bosses that's why it intrigued me i haven't played it yet mostly because um it's so intimidating in my opinion you pretty much nailed it though blue like that's essentially what it is everything that you just mentioned yeah that's why it seems sick my issue is and this might seem irrational but i have launcher fatigue if mm. something is not on Steam at this point and it doesn't is, intrigue me that much, sucks. <laughs> I am not that game. Like, I'm just like, I, like Tarkov, because I remember we were at PAX South and I asked Ario, so I was like, does it have, a, does it have its own launcher? And, and Ario was like, yeah, 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 you have to go to your, you have to go to the, the Tarkov website and get it from there. And I was just like, yeah. as soon as Ario said that, I was like, I'm checked out. Yeah. <laughs> now, do you like Steam because, like, it's everything in one space? Just convenient. Or do it's, you like, like, do you like the achievements? Do you like the playtime counter? I think it's for me. It's like for me. It's like if it's not, if it's like a standalone game launcher, that immediately turns me off because like I have to install a whole ass launcher for one game. Yeah, I'm not gonna because I already have like Final Fantasy has its own launcher that is I was going to say like your favorite game has its own kind of shitty launcher. Yeah, I but I can understand for MMOs having their own launchers, but if it's just like an FPS, you know what I mean? Like if it's like Valorant, it's like I can't I just, be install I can't be installing these launchers for one game. If you want to piss me off when I install a game, if I like open up a game and then you play opens up, I'm oh, immediately mad. Oh, like I am yeah. mad. Like whenever that happens, what is that? I bought this off Steam. Don't make me go into Uplay. Like, I would have just go and got, like, what is that? Yeah. I'm like, Uno does that. I hate that. Yeah, pretty much any, like, Ubisoft game. Like, you open a launcher that opens a launcher <laughs> to get the game. That and... is what tilts me more than anything. That, like, immediately makes me mad. I'm like, I don't want to play this anymore. Yeah. Wait, so you but don't I... like the achievements? You guys don't like achievements? In, in Steam? Yeah. No. I think the only, like, the only thing uh console that ever pulled that off to make achievements kind of cool was the 360 360 bloop, bloop. yeah like even like but like even then achievements weren't that cool i think it was because achievements were new that's why yeah. i say that but like nowadays i don't really give a shit 
Right. My my mine just logs in how much I've spent on CS:GO, and then I want to puke. How many hours? Oh, it's not hours. It's how much money I've spent. Mm. Like, there's a way to there's a way to show you and like on Steam and stuff like that how much real money you've spent on the game, and it makes me want to puke. Damn. Like, cause like you love skins, right? Skins, gloves, all that kind. Yeah, of- dude. Like, so I bought two skins like two months ago. I bought a Wild Lotus field tested and a Howl field tested. Since buying the Howl, it's gone up three hundred dollars, and since buying the Wild Lotus, it's gone up five hundred dollars. Oh, stonks. Yeah, so big stonks. So like, if I ever do decide to sell all my skins, my inventory is worth at least. I would if I if I sold my inventory, I could at least get like eight or nine grand. What? Yeah. Damn. I better be able to get that. Now, now, do you love playing CS:GO as much as you love like the cosmetic? Aspect? I love the idea of playing it. I love the idea of playing it. And now, what I mean by that is like. I'm like, man, I want like I'll watch Blast Premiere and I'll watch like Zantares and Simple and all those dudes just play and frag. And I'm like, damn, I want to play CSGO. And then I do play CSGO and then I'm just so fucking bad. Mm. I'm so bad at it. I'm so bad to the point where it's just like I can't even focus on getting better because I'm so tilted. I'm so bad at this. Mm. I but guess. I love it though. It's sick. But I, I I haven't played it in like a month and a half actually. I had like a really bad game and I was like, I'm retiring and I haven't played it since. Damn. Yeah. And I kind of just loaned out my really nice skins to like my buddies who still play the game. Yeah. Jeez. But yeah, I, I like CSGO. CSGO is sweet, but it's just it's just one of those games where you like you're like, man, I want to play this. And then when you start playing it, you're like, why the fuck am I playing this? Now I'm just angry. That is true. I, I think we all have a game like that, right? Like a game that sounds awesome to play in theory, but then once you do it, it's like, oh God, this was a terrible decision. Yeah, it was. It, that was CSGO for me. Yeah, I, I think that became Overwatch for me eventually. Yeah, and then probably Destiny 2 for Blue. <laughs> I'm so happy to be out of that abusive relationship. I'm happy for you, dude. I saw a data rating the other day. I did not see you in the uh, did not see you in the Discord thing. Um, I mean, I still love rating on Destiny, but like, but why do you do it? Yeah, exactly. That's 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 where I'm. Like, I'm like, why do I rain? And it's the answer is always to play with my homies. But like, at some point, it's like, bro, like, I can't. I can't. I gotta let it go. I gotta just yeah. gotta let it go. You gotta do ES fourteens. I got a question about right. Destiny for you guys okay okay so this is um asking is almost like an outsider like a destiny outsider looking in because like i mean obviously all you guys you know are have played a lot of destiny i i think you guys like it or maybe you don't like it no No, we're past liking it you guys don't like it so as somebody like me like like i've never like i've dabbled with destiny one and two a little bit but but never like god yeah, you never really played it like ever and so like looking in i see all my friends like it seems like everybody and i got a lot of people that i know that play destiny and it seems like really like yeah like everybody seems like irl friends no not like irl oh. i don't have irl friends all my friends no, are on the I internet was- <laughs> true 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 <laughs> Um, but like, I, you know, I, I look at all my friends and everyone seems like to be like uh, a little angry at destiny or to not enjoy it. And, and, it, and like, to me for so long, it seems like, wow, like, you know, like all my friends love destiny, but, but then I almost seem like you guys just 
almost have like a love hate relationship. Like, what is it about I, destiny that, that people like you guys almost seem to hate it now? So I, I think mean, people just love to hate it. it let me give you a quick rundown of why people love I and hate know. destiny. All right. One people love it. Cause raids are sick. People because love it. Cause it's a looter shooter that has sick loot that looks sick. And you're mm -hmm. like, wow, this is sick. And then you're like, wow, there's no other game quite like this because it's true. There's not like it's like the same feeling as like when you first played yeah. Borderlands, you're like sick. The issue That's what I was going to say, maybe Borderlands. The issue with Destiny is that like the, the game, the franchise continuously takes like two steps forward, two steps backwards. So yeah. you have this game that four years ago you were like, wow, like I can't wait to see what this game becomes. Like, I mean, loot and cool weapons and sci-fi setting. Like, this is going to be so sick. And then four years later, you're like, wow, look at all the stuff that changed. But then you're equally like, wow, look at all the stuff that didn't change. So next thing you know, you spent six years invested in a game that you were like, this is eventually going to be great. And you have a vision in your head of how it could be great. But then you have Bungie, a developer who is always too scared to pull the trigger on like going very far in one direction. So you just have this community, this crowd of people who want like PVE, hardcore, wow, sick, incredible amounts of loot, so much endgame, holy shit. And then you also have this weird like 1% of the game population who is like, you need to accommodate PVP with PVE. And then Bungie's too scared to be like, no, this is a mostly PVE game. But then Bungie's also like, yeah, but like also PVP isn't that bad, right guys? But then they ignore PVP and then they ruin pve because they try to accommodate pvp and then Dude, i saw a tweet i saw a tweet that yeah. was like i saw a tweet and it was like i don't know who tweeted it it was somebody was like man as somebody who loves pvp i really feel like that bungie's still not listening to us and i was like yeah no fucking shit like like what are you like if you're playing that game for pvp man like so I yeah i don't know what to say like, so the reason the reason everyone hates destiny is because everyone has a vision of what it could be. And it's mostly two sides of what, of what people are envisioning. Like you have a PVE crowd vision? and a PVP crowd. Okay. PVE crowd is obviously right. Like true MMO. Like you do a strike and each strike has its own kind of like loop pool yeah. that has like a 1% chance of dropping this, 3% chance of dropping yeah, transmog. Sick like, perks that just completely change the way you play the game. Different kind of sparrows that you don't have to buy with fucking real money. Like, I, I'll give you real money if you give me other shit too. Like, it, it has to work both ways here. Like, mm -hmm. I'm not just going to give you money for cool stuff. Like, Overwatch did that for too long, and now I can't do that anymore. So, and like, then, I'm not going to do that with Destiny. Yeah, so basically, the, the true PvE endgame is like a, like a true FPS MMO which does which we still doesn't you know truly exist but then you have the other side which is the pvp crowd which believes destiny can be like this halo like oh man like just like it's just gives me like those halo vibes bro like i don't it could be like a true like because there's no other pvp like destiny but there's no other game like destiny and when you're introduced to a game a game that like doesn't quite play like anything else because destiny pvp doesn't play like anything else you yeah, like your whole shit. life is attached to it and you're like yo like this could really be an esport it's never gonna be an esport <laughs> damn again do what blue what are you talking about dude it could have its own franchises and then the skins that people buy from the silver shop 
can fund those teams, bro. What are you talking about? Now, this is like bringing it around, sure thing. bringing the station around, all right, as to why this continues to be a problem is that you would think, right, okay, a developer has a vision for their game. Bungie never go pulls the trigger on One Direction, yeah. and they're always like, they're always trying to be a compromise between the two. They're right? half-assing both things. Like mm-hmm. they, they're not full-assing one. They should just be full-assing one instead right. of like giving us colder. <laughs> so, so while it seems like Bungie doesn't have a vision, what we have today is exactly their vision, and that they want something that doesn't stray too far hardcore in one direction and, and this and also, causes the situation where nobody is 100 percent happy because bungie is too scared to alienate one side of the crowd thus creating just an infinite loop of this game is sick this game sucks this game's sick this game sucks it's and then it's just like they just need to know what it is like they've never it needs to be because then they balance guns for PvP, but then balance guns for PvE. So, like, if this gun's broken in PvP, but it's not broken in PvE, well, let's just break it entirely. Yeah. So, neither side uses it. Fuck it. And then it's like, uh, whenever content cycles come out, too, they're really bad about, like, new con- Like, you actually playing new content. Like, leveling up, you have to play, like, old bounties and old, like, public events that you used to do to level up anyways. It's just, and then like sunsetting guns, like you don't get to, you don't get to bring your old guns, but now you get to do the old dungeons you used to do for the guns that were sunsetted that like aren't sunsetted. It's just, it's just backwards, dude. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Sunsetting is pretty much completely, uh, killed the worst thing every game. Yeah. Sunsetting pretty much completely killed my entire interest in the game because now I have a looter shooter where my loot has a time limit mm. and that just feels so counterintuitive to why I collect things in that game. Cause I play that game to collect things. And I remember Luke Smith saying destiny is not like there's no trading in destiny because it's a collector's game. Like you collect things. So for you to collect things and everything to eventually become totally irrelevant, just feels like totally awful. And I just, Sunsetting pretty much killed all interest in me grinding that game. Like I'll log on for the try, like for the titles to do them the last week. And even that um, blue is like, like so one percent of people that are like actually doing that kind of stuff. Like yeah. So uh, bad game. I remember Moist Critical talking about it, um, and he pretty much got spot on. Like someone asked him, like, "Yo, like." I feel like I bring this up like once every podcast. Like, do you think, like, someone asked him, he was like, yo, do you think Destiny's a good game? And he's like, no, Destiny fucking sucks. People only play it because they, if they fall behind, then it becomes that much harder to do day one raids, which raids are the best content in the game. Day people one, people day only play. Yeah, pretty morning is so sick. People only play Destiny throughout the year so they're ready to do the day one and raid numbers pull bro like day one raid numbers pull like that is when destiny's sick and everybody in the gaming sphere is like destiny's cool for today just today though like just today it's cool ever tried to break a bad habit and felt like you're climbing everest and flip-flops yeah we've all been there too but here's a breath of fresh air fume 
It's not about giving up, it's about switching it up. Fume takes your bad habit and simply makes it better, healthier, and a whole lot more enjoyable. Fume is an innovative, award-winning, flavored air device that just does that. Instead of vapor, Fume uses flavored air. Instead of electronics, Fume is completely natural. And instead of harmful chemicals, Fume uses delicious flavors. I love how this thing looks. It's beautiful and real wood. The shape of it is so cool. And I look cool using it. So if you want to be like me and break your bad habit, start the year off right with the good habit by trying fume.com slash GG and getting the journey pack today. Fume is giving listeners of the show 10% off whenever they use the code GG to help make starting the good habit that much easier. So make sure you guys check it out in the description. Try fume.com slash GG. Um, do you guys want to move on over to the uh, Patreon questions? Yeah, Emotionally, yes. <laughs> uh, we have a first question from Papa uh, Adams. Says for everybody, what's your favorite thing to have for breakfast? Ooh. Uh, if oh. I do decide to eat breakfast, which is very rare, I normally do not eat breakfast, like rarely ever. Um, I'll have like over easy eggs on like a, a bagel sandwich with like bacon on it, like a bacon. Ooh, like that a sounds dope. Bagel sandwich, yeah, it's good. I like that. But that's if I ever eat breakfast. I never ever eat breakfast normally so you throw it in all like all into the bagel towards like yeah a, just like yeah like a bagel breakfast sandwich yes big nice bagel. and just like enough for the where the yolk like just when you could crush it the yolk kind of expands yeah. we like that um yeah i guess yeah bacon uh eggs um some toast uh what kind of eggs how, how do you like your eggs i mean i like them over easy over medium scrambled i like them anyway really um or um i like uh i like amigas a lot too which is like uh okay. eggs oh. with like tortillas in there uh like uh like diced tortillas uh i guess with some chorizo sometimes or i mean you can make it any way you want some you know some peppers a man after with, my uh, heart with some salsa it's uh whew, i'd have to have that tomorrow i had my favorite breakfast item this morning and it's the advanced version of amigas it's chilaquiles Ooh. Okay, so with the large tortilla, uh, like like underneath, right? Uh, so chilaquiles, yeah. So there's a lot of version chilaquiles, but um, uh, in Tex Mex, chilaquiles is really like just basically loaded migas, dude. Like you got you got mm. cheese, you got you got like eight different bell peppers, you, you got yeah, peppers, yeah. you got red peppers, you got some, you got some, you got some, you got some salsa on that bad bad boy. You got some, oh, and then my place sell my place brings it with with. With rice and beans and oh i love that oh lord mm. um mix mew asks um for rob do you plan on streaming the finale of the chess tournament aka the magic that you play against the winner uh yeah i'm sure i'll, I'll stream that whenever i do decide to do that i'm trying to get better at chess though first i played arios and arios just wiped me clean yeah oh, feels uh, bad man I think, Ari yeah, once Ario's castled, I was like, I lose. I don't know how to do that. Like <laughs> once he did that, I was like, oh, Ario's knows some shit. Just wait like, till you uh, figure out on passant. That's gonna blow your fucking mind. On passant? Yeah, just I, I'll just let you whenever okay. you get in your training to on passant. Have like, you played Dado yet? You should play Dado. That I feel like that'd be a good game. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll have to hit him up and uh, we'll get a game in. Yeah, Dado, Dado's Dado's learning. Dado's getting back into it. You ever play chess blue? Uh no, but I've watched the fuck out of Queen's Gambit. Yeah, I, I just started watching Queen's Gambit. 
Um, Kyron asks, for Rob, now that your D&D with Arcadum uh, isn't for, unfortunately won't be continuing, will you look for a new group, maybe with Datto as the Dungeon Master? Um, I don't know. Um, I really haven't thought about it. Um, I mean, if Datto wants to DM, yeah, sure. Um, it's just kind of hard, because, like, when you go from, like, the Michael Jordan of DMs, and, like, this isn't, like, and Datto would probably agree with this, like, it's, uh, Arcadum's a hard show to follow up. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Like, any kind of DM, like, it, for me, like, I was just spoiled, you know what I mean? My first D&D session was with, like, the greatest DM ever. So, uh, maybe. If Dado wants to DM and is, like, really avid about it, I, I will do it. Um, uh, any kind of D&D group outside of that, probably not. I'll probably hang up the D&D boots uh, for a little bit. It was a good, um, run. good run. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. We had uh, t- we started like last January, almost like a year ago, somewhere around there. It was fun. It was really cool, and and it's been really cool to see like Arcadum grow, bro. Like it's insane the amount of growth he's had. Awesome. Um, Mr. Sharkboy ninety seven asks if you could host your own TV show, what kind of show would it be? Reality, game show, cooking, etc. Um, I would love to. Host I would have a talent show. show where you can't sing. Oh, that sounds sick. Yeah, I'd have that a talent cool. show where you can't sing. The singers always show. win. You know, it's yeah, not that, fair to like that. If you go on America's Got Talent and you're a singer, I automatically hate you. Like that. Like go on The Voice. Go on something else. Yeah. Like I want the guy that can eat like you know 300 marshmallows at once to win. Yeah, I want the dude who can slap his stomach and make sound effects win. Right? <laughs> yeah. What about you guys? Oh, you know, um, uh, speaking of chess again, dude, I would love a reality show where just a bunch of people that that don't know anything about chess and they get trained. Well, I guess it's kind of like Pog Champs um, on Twitch, but, but, you know, these, these uh, uh, super noobs get trained by these, uh, you know, super GMs and then they, and then they just, you know, almost, almost like a, almost like a top chef or whatever. Well, I guess Mm -hmm. that's not really the same premise, but. I think uh, I've been watching, uh, like, Hikaru. I think that's how you say his name. He's yeah, Hikaru, like, when yeah. He, when he teaches, like, XQC and stuff like that, or, like, yeah. breaks down XQC's games, that's the best. Yeah, yeah. There's there's some really awesome uh, GMs that, like, train the guys for the Pog Champs. So, I don't know, maybe something like that, even though that it kind of already exists, so I'm an idiot. But... What about you, Blue? I always thought it would be sick to have a game show. Or, well, not... Or, well, like, a, so, like, you know how there's, like, chef competitions... Mm-hmm. And you know how um, they kind of do it with top, not Top Chef. Um, is it Top Chef? Oh, uh, where they I, get like, like they get home cooked. The secret ingredients. Oh no, I know what you're talking about. Where it's like five hundred dollars chef, home chef versus amateur chef. Oh well, no, 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 no. But they have like top. I don't know if it's called Top Chef, but it was Gordon Ramsay, and they get a bunch of home chefs or oh, just Hell's aspiring chefs. No, 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 not Hell's Kitchen. It's the actual. I don't know. I forgot what it's called. I'm pretty sure it is. Fuck. It's not Top Chef either. It's a Gordon Ramsay one. All right. It's not Hell's Kitchen, mm-hmm. but it's a competition where they get like not a hundred percent professional chefs. But they get like sous chefs. Yeah, basically. I mean, I guess I don't know. But I always thought because of the what you're talking about the 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 home chef versus the versus the total noob chef versus mm-hmm. professional chef. I thought it'd be sick to have a competition 
of just people who straight up don't know how to cook, but like kind of want to, but like, you know, like the average person making food. And like actually average, like they're like actually average. average, not this like home chef, like, like, Ooh, I fucking I hate people are like, yeah, I kind of cook. And they're like today, chef, I prepared you a creme brulee with, um, crumbling <laughs> of caramel. Like nobody just ever makes that. Lady. Yeah, exactly. So I, I would, I, I would want to host my own competition where actual noob home chefs, just people who like come home. They're like, make, make something quick, you know? you know make a make a nice little baked chicken those type of chefs in a competition and see like who improves the farthest like by the end it'd be like just who's like the best like natural who's got like the you know like just the best natural natural taste for good food that'd be cool um hey bubble sore asks i've always wanted to know your opinion on this how would y'all uh feel about instead of pokemon making new pokemon they go through and remake Pokemon into different types. For example, they take the Gen 1 starters, but swap their types. Charizard becomes a water dragon, Bulbasaur becomes a fiery thing, and Squirtle is a grass type. They kind of already sounds like, do that. It sounds like cursed Pokemon, and I don't like it. Okay, so what was the exact question again? Because I got kind of lost. Like, how do you feel about, like, instead of making new Pokemon, they just make them, like, new types? So, like... Yeah, I mean, they kind of already do that. Do they, really? Yeah, when they introduce like a like regional variants they often have their types changed so they kind of already that sounds like cursed pokemon I'm they've kind of already been doing that so i mean i'm not against it It seems cool because i mean they've been doing it for like years at this point ariel so you a pokemon stan i actually uh, don't know i got yeah, no idea i got no idea what any of that means you um, never played uh, I had the card games growing up, and then I uh, I gave away my cards to my cousin, and then it um, and that's my one of my biggest regrets. One of my biggest biggest regrets. I wish I had, had never done that. You like so you liked the cards like every other kid did, but like you just didn't. Yeah, and, and like and, yeah, like we would play our games in English class, and then um, you know my cousin uh you know wanted some cards, and I just gave him mine. You know um, yeah. What a good and cousin I, you are. And then I can never get back into it. I was always too heartbroken from, from doing that. Damn. Cousin, if you're um, out there, I want those back. Punk asks, for Rob, pick your poison. Play Destiny 2 for a whole day, no raiding, or eat some hot wings with the bomb hot sauce. So I feel like that's pretty easy. Fuck, dude. Like, Okay, what's a whole day on Destiny? What, eight to eight hours and nine to five, I'm guessing? Eight like hours, nine, baby. Nine, nine to five? Eight <sighs> hours during your peak hours, baby. Oh, man. That, dude, I'm not kidding you. Like, you ever stream? <laughs> like, you're like, damn, dude, I've been grinding. Like, I, I haven't looked at how long I've been live. Like, I've been going forever, and it's like 25 minutes. <laughs> That's what it's like playing Destiny at all times. It's sure, like, yeah. Eight hour work, and you're like, I haven't looked at the clock for like six hours. Let's. See, I'm going to look at the clock right now and reward myself, and it's 20 minutes. Eight hours, eight hours of Destiny, no raids. And then, like, I'm guessing to bomb, like, these are multiple wings I'm eating. Like, because this is wings, plural. Like, how many wings are we talking? Because that shit sucks. Like, that shit hurt. Like, it for real. And, okay, am I, am I streaming Destiny? Like, that's another thing. Am I just playing it or am I streaming it? Because if I'm streaming it, at least people can sub. And, like, that kind of gives me an incentive. But, like, fuck. I guess I'd do the bomb. If I'm just, like, playing Destiny for eight hours, no chance. I I would my mind would my brain would melt out of my ears like I cannot. 
Ah, oh, Destiny Reigns. Um, Duo Tangy says, for everybody, do you have any advice that got you through some hard times that you could pass on to others? Love you all. Eat uh, the frog. Consistent schedule. Oh. Uh, yeah, eat the frog. Yeah, eat the frog. That's good advice, too. What about you, Arius? Uh, what was the question? Any good advice for getting someone through some tough times? Uh, through some tough times? Oh, man. Just, you know. <clears throat> I mean, it's kind of cliche, but, I mean, eventually the tough times, like, you know, it is temporary, you know. Mm-hmm. But, you know. But even like, though sometimes it doesn't feel like it will Sometimes, be. In, and yeah, like, that's kind of the thing. It feels like it's going to be forever, but you just, you know, you got to keep waking up in the morning and keep, you know, and keep going and, and just understand that, you know, it's okay to, to feel down and to not be okay sometimes. And, but just don't give up, you know. Um, Sloths Five asks, Lasagna Paradox number two. Is lasagna considered a casserole? First of all, I don't know what classifies a casserole. Like, what, what, what qualifies a casserole? On, on, like, a molecular level, what is a casserole? I don't know. I, I, I truly don't know what... Like, I know people are like, I made a tuna casserole. Like, yeah. what is that? Like, green bean casserole for, like, Thanksgiving? Ew. I would never... Just the sound of that just sounds disgusting. What? Not, just, Yo, just off, I, f- just, I, fuck, I fuck heavy with green bean casserole. No. Just this, this, the sound of the name, it, that sounds disgusting. Man, yeah, I, I fuck so heavy with green bean casserole. I, that hurts me. I do too, Blue. I I like it. I like it. it like there, like there's some variants on like there's some that are good, some that are bad. You know. Mm-hmm. The only mm-hmm. part I think of the green bean casserole that looks good is like the brown crunchy part that like it, my mom always made it, with it. Is that what makes it a casserole? The the crunchy t- top. I don't know. I I think that I think a casserole just has layers. I think that's what ooh, qualifies. Green bean, it. green bean casserole with some oof. With I truly little, don't know what like a little with the fried crunchies. Oh. Definition of a casserole. Is. Fried my gooch, bro. Oh, it's just so good. Um, Arnav asks, "Do you all consider a pop tart a calzone?" Yes. No, it's a pop tart. A pop tart is is a calzone. calzone. A pop tart is a is a dessert calzone. Dessert calzone because yeah, it, I guess it's, it is. it's all encased, right? It's like one enclosure. I guess it is, yeah, because it's like a breaded on the it's breaded on the outside. Right. I would qualify it. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm feeling good. fun today. Uh, Mr. Wallace asks, if I have 13 potatoes and you have seven potatoes, how many potatoes do you have combined? Uh, Twenty. Is that a trick question? Right. Is that a trick question? No, he always asked really hard math questions, so I think this week he gave us one that was kind of easy. Okay. He always asks, like, a train has 45 momentum going to the speed of purple. Like, how much lasagna is in the two? It's like, what? I don't even know where to begin with that. Um, Tony uh, Kenny asks, um, so I just installed my first ever Final Fantasy game. It's Final Fantasy... <laughs> V-I-I-I, because it was on the Game Pass. Do you have any tips on how to play this thing or things I need to look out for? Uh, I think you have the wrong Final Fantasy that we are experts at. Yeah, that's what V-I-I-I. Yeah, that's eight. eight. I mean, honestly, those those games are pretty straightforward. You don't really need any. I I, I have no idea what Final Fantasy is. It's a classic turn-based game, you know? So, I mean... They pretty much play Why themselves. Why is Final Fantasy XIV so drastically different? 
because it's an mmo i know but like was that it's like intention like we're just gonna fuck it final fantasy 14 is gonna not be turn-based gonna be an mmo fuck it. so they they did this with i think it's 11 right is it 11 final fantasy final yeah probably final no fantasy 11 i don't know they so they made yeah so that so i don't know i think because they originally made final fantasy 11 an mmo um and then they eventually obviously made final fantasy 14 i don't know i think i think 11 had just gone past its stay and they were like we need to make a new final fantasy mmo hmm. and then it was like it just happened to be 14 interesting uh mr judo narwhal asked a uh, question for arios beans yes what does that even mean is that like an inside joke or something that i you have I got no idea, but it just says uh, beans. I do like beans. You know what is a weird thing that I just noticed uh, the other day? Um, why do like British people eat beans for breakfast? Do they throw that stuff on everything? What, see, what is up with that? What do you mean beans are for breakfast? Okay, see, I no, can't talk shit because not. baked beans for breakfast is fucking gross. But I That's... mean, okay, but and I now I ask you, Robert. Yes. What's I the difference? These what's the difference between smashed beans and baked beans? Because Mexicans, mean? we like absolutely beans? annihilate refried beans for breakfast. Yeah. Refried beans is like different. That that is. I'm it? talking about like baked beans. Is like it baked, different? It's built different. Yes. That's for baked sure. Baked beans. It, it, it's beans it's clearly different. built different. But I mean, I gotta be honest <laughs> with you. Like, no. I don't. Refried beans for breakfast is gross. Like I, I will die on that hill. Like refried you know. beans for breakfast is gross. No baked beans. Did you just said refried. Oh, yeah. My, my, my okay. Bad. Cool. Baked cool. I just want to make sure. Oh, ew. But I was like, like, I, like I was like, I was like, like we were cool, Rob. On, like a tortilla and like you have eggs. Sure. Like that's cool. I was but like, like, just like you're eating like sausage, baked beans, and like a bagel. What is that? Like that is like disgusting. I, I will die on that hill. Baked beans for breakfast is never. I I'm cool okay. with it, man. But they eat, I'm but cool it's cold, it. right? They like they eat them cold or no? Oh, I have no idea. No. Oh. Like, like somebody like baked beans for breakfast. Like they I'm just cool eat those shits with, out I'm of cool the can, it, man. Or? I'm cool with it. I gotta say, I'm cool with it. I could, I talk a lot of shit about British people, but baked gotta beans. say, the baked beans. I'm not I'm not mad at. Yeah. See, it's like it's like. Ew. Like, hold on. I'm going to save this image. Like, here. Peep in, like, peep in the, uh, peep in the sub chat right now. Like, you telling me this looks good? Like, I feel everything on this plate looks delicious, and then you throw those beans on there, and it absolutely just ruins everything. <sighs> like, what is that? The thing about those beans is that bean juice, like, invades yep. every other thing, you know? That what? is disgusting. That I'm is cool. Bean juice is delicious. But For those bread, beans? Sure, dude. If I'm like eating like with, with like, if I'm eating it with like, uh, like baby back ribs or like, I just I, I got disagree. some like mashed potatoes next to those things. Like something like where it's like a hearty meal. Not I gotta, breakfast. I gotta disagree, man. I just, I fuck heavy with it. I fucks heavy, he, fucks heavy with beans of all kinds for breakfast. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Not me. Um, Mr. BNG is monkey asks, oh, what is something everyone looks stupid doing? Anything you do in VR. You just oh, know. yeah. Yep, that's my answer, VR. Especially without in, context. Yeah, when you're doing VR, you just look like a... Not a single <laughs> soul looks cool doing yeah, VR. You, you just look like a massive idiot. No matter what it, it could be ping pong. I was doing this game where it's called like um, it's super safe. If you have VR, it's called like Pistol Whip or something like that. You're literally like John Wick, and it but it's like Beat Saber, but like your gunshot is like the the music instrument. So the music is kind of synced up to shooting, and it makes you feel like John Wick, dude. It's really badass. But it's one of those games where I can't do for too long because then I get sick. Mm. But it, it's actually a ton of fun. It makes you feel really badass. You guys pretty much nailed it. I'm in VR, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Tapiv asks, um, if you could have any, if you have any one Pokemon come to life, which would it be? The catch is it follows you everywhere, and you cannot store it in a Pokeball. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, I, I, I still stand on the Dragonite Hill. I mean, I understand Ooh, that. Oh, Dragonite. Dragon yeah, but it follows you me. everywhere. Like, Dragonite's like a big dude. Yeah, he's seven three, bro. Like he'll be able to fit in my doors and stuff. Like he'll be comfortable. Like the seven three, like sure you're really big around everybody, but you can still do normal things. Oh, he needs to be in the league. That's what he needs to be doing. <laughs> he needs to be backing up LeBron. <laughs> Get your ass the, in the game. You playing with the wrong balls, bro. <laughs> Get your ass in the game, Dragonite. Pokeballs and basketball. Seven three. Come on now. Hey, didn't Snorlax eventually get up? He got up, right? Yeah, he gets up get every now and again. He, okay. I probably gotta go with Snorlax. I mean, is there a Pokemon that vibes harder? Dude, Snorlax, Snorlax is way bigger. Oh, he's 6'11. He needs to get down in the box. <laughs> he also weighs a thousand pounds, Arios. Like, keep that. He weighs a thousand pounds. Okay, good. We like him thick. That's a thousand pounds. Like, I don't. Let me look up a thousand pound human being. A thousand. Like, okay, how. He's six one and a thousand pounds. Six one, a thousand pounds. He's so, wait, I thought he was six eleven. Yeah, he's six eleven. What did I say? Six one, six eleven. Okay, Dyslexia, man, always wins. Um, yeah. So let me see. One thousand. Is there a one thousand pound human being? Human. I think there is. is Wouldn't isn't, be surprised. That reality show, a uh, one thousand pound wedding or something. Jesus Christ, dude! You want one of. You want Snorlax running around with you, being a thousand pounds, bro? Well, I'm not looking to go anywhere. I'm looking to just stay inside. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, I guess. Um, we got the next question from Johnny uh, Krumer. Ask, what is a show or movie that has a lasting impact on you, and what is the impact? Oh man, that's a good one. Um, mine would probably be my hero. Wooly coolie. And um, it t- it shows you that even if all the cards are stacked against you, if you truly follow your dreams and follow, you know, your values, that you too can become a hero. That's very nice. 
And that's why I'm getting another tattoo. Forgot to announce that. I'm getting another tat. I'm gonna get Endeavor after he beats the Nomu and he like is putting up the fist. Yeah, I'm getting that done at the end of the month. I don't know. I think I'm gonna get it on this arm though. We'll see. Yeah. Or I don't know. What do you guys think? Should I do half sleeve on this arm or just full sleeve on this arm? Why don't you just go two full sleeves? <sighs> My parents would fucking kill me. Okay. My parents. Ariosi <laughs> just okay. Yeah. They they already and? like if I had two full Cut sleeves bro, first of all I don't even know if I had that many ideas like for tattoos. All I know uh, is I want Levi at some point and I'm getting Endeavor. I gotta That's, agree with I gotta agree with Ariel, it's not their arms. Well yeah, but like two bro. Like if I go two sleeves, like that's a lot of ink. Like I have to have ideas and I don't know if I'm gonna have that many ideas. Hey, just do you know? Do what you want to do, brother. Are you guys gonna get tats ever? Uh, I thought about it. I don't know where though. I. What do you think about, about getting? Um, I'm not sure. Spurs 2021 NBA championship. Oh jeez. Tattoo not. right here. You need, to, you need to stop. <laughs> I'm not sure. What about you, Blue? Ever thought about getting a tat? Um. I've considered it, but if I did get one, I don't have like a full idea of what I get, I'm going to get. If I did get one, it would be like a, it would just be like a half sleeve. I would just do it all in one go, and I would like spend copious amounts of money on just that half sleeve. Yeah, I wouldn't be would able you, to just get a tattoo. Would you guys get a a diamond um, put in your forehead? Don't even oh get me started on Lil Uzi and what. Is that real? Is that real? I, I think it is, man. Twenty. It's twenty-four million dollars, right? That's so crazy. Like I hit my head at least six times a day, like my forehead. So there's no way I could do that. Is that? It can't be real. Like I think I'm thinking about it logistically. First of all, if you're gonna get that done, it already kind of looks like it's not centered. It looks like it's off like a little bit to the left. <laughs> And the and like the pictures I've seen, it looks a little left. So if I was truly gonna implant it in my head, I would make damn sure that it was like, you know what I mean, like perfectly in the middle, and it doesn't right. look like it. So I would, I think it's fake, but I could be wrong. But it looks real as fuck. It really does. It really. Are does. you looking at pictures right now? No, no, I, I'm just like looking at it in my mind, and it's just like, dude, like if he like. I don't know, hits it wrong or puts on his shirt wrong or, or like, boom, done, you know? But how does, I, I've seen it too, like logistically, how does that work? Like, I have no idea, but won't the like, body did they put, like reject like, it though? Well, my, like, this is a skull. Like this, like this, it, like this is bone. Like that's what I meant. This, this is a bone. This isn't skull. This is bone. This is like your bone. Like, did they take his bone out of his head, yo? And then like, like, because you can take the skin off, but that's not going to be enough kind of, you know, like, fucking, like, did they fucking just thumb it in there? But like, get in there! Like, I, 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 I like, that's I, why I don't believe it, first of all. Like, I don't know logistically how that works. I don't know like, how that works. Like, do you go works. to a jeweler for that, or do you go to a surgeon for that? I, I, I. <laughs> Black market. Like, do you go to the do you go to the surgeon first, and then you tell him like I need like a casing for 
this gem in my head. And then you go to the jeweler and the jeweler installs it. Or like, I, I, I truly am baffled by it. If you haven't seen it, just look up Lil Uzi Vert. You'll, you'll know what we're talking about. I'm not sure, but the memes have been fantastic. fantastic. Oh, they've been fantastic. Uh, Blue, would you, do you think it's real? Unfortunately, I do think it's real. You do think it's real. Yep, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Would you ever get one? Nope. That's just what about, what about for $24 million? If they gave like, you, if they, yeah, gave, they you gave you what the stone is worth, like you get what the stone is worth in money. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You would live with a $24 million stone in your head for $24 million. Dude, I'm set for life at 24 million. I, I got, I think I would. Too. You got to do a face reveal for that blue with that stone. In I'd there. be like face reveal peace. I'm living my life in my home. My nice man. That, that's blue's face. I would piss my pants, bro. Just blue's face like this, with a fucking big old diamond right there. That's how he does it. Uh, I I think you would have to, right? You would you area twenty four million dollars to have a twenty four million dollar stone in your forehead? I think I might do it. Yeah. Yeah, you'd have to. You'd be crazy not to do. That. Yeah. There's a lot of worse things you could do for twenty four million dollars. I'm going to assume that $24 million is tax-free, too. Like, I see mm-hmm. that entire $24 million. Oh, yeah, you're not paying a cent worth of taxes on that bad boy. First thing I do with that $24 million, dude, I buy a second stone, and I put that stone <laughs> above it. I buy the power stone. <laughs> um, all that jazz with the last question. Uh, says, Blue, do you have any interest in the housing aspect of Final Fantasy fourteen? I want a house, but it seems impossible to buy one. So I'm stuck with apartment living for now. There's houses in that game? Yeah, so uh, the, there's a whole housing. The joke is housing savage. Um, housing in Final Fantasy is all publicly instanced. So they have different wards and you have neighbors and shit and different plots. So people will actually, you know, like they'll camp plots that become available. And when new housing areas come out, it's just like a free for all. It's like, it's like Black Friday. And people just rush they grab shit, they grab a plot and people will save up millions and millions of, of in-game currency just to get these houses. Um, I have two houses. I have the FC house for my homies, which, Damn, Blue. which I bought. And then I have my so own I house. You can't even get one. You got two. You got a vacation so, home. So I, I bought my own vacation home. And then we'll come. You just want to get away when things just when yeah, rotations just wanna, are just yeah, getting too just, heavy on it's you. It's getting too heavy. Yeah, I don't even have a striking dummy at my my real place, you know. So it's just a nice, how nice much, relaxation how much you, spot. Can, okay, can you you can you buy in game money with real money? Um, you can, but it's incredibly inefficient. Okay, so how much how much does you, like your house cost in in game currency? Um, in-game currency. So, so they have set prices, right? So each plot mm-hmm. has a set price that d- gradually devalues. And to uh, this is the caveat of housing is because they don't want bots to win ev- like houses. Mm-hmm. Like they just they don't want people to just like bots to just go up, yoink a house, and then like be like haggle someone yeah. and be like, "Yo, I'll let you if you give me seven mil, like you're ha- on like a plot that's worth like three mil." Like, give me seven mil and this plot's yours type of deal. So, Damn, there's like a whole housing market in this game, too. That's kind of sick. It's sick, but it's also terrible because to avoid bot selling and buying, um, when plots are made available, they are on a timer 
on an invisible timer. So you will never know when the house is actually available. So people will just camp plots and just like constantly like click buy, 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 buy. Is there like a Bel Air or like a, you know, like a really nice area that like everybody wants to go to, you know? Yeah, it's a Weedville, Kagani. So Kagani is basically like feudal Japan area. Okay. And everyone loves that shit. property there? Um, I could have gotten property there, but we chose not to because our group is trying to get a large house. So there's different, there's varying degrees of houses. There's large, mediums, and smalls, and each one has their different, uh, you know, benefits. Mm-hmm. But because we have a big group of people in our FC, we're trying to save up to get a large. Um, but you can save up and like chip in with like a bunch of people and yeah. buy a house together. Yeah. What? That's I mean, you, I mean, you have to give all the money to one person, but yeah, and then like, yeah, whatever your leader. But is that can you get scammed that way though? Like, like oh, absolutely. Just... Ooh, sketch. That can happen. Yeah, that can absolutely happen. But yeah, the dude, every time you talk about Final Fantasy fourteen, there's like some new dope shit you reveal. There's so much like, shit. There's like a that there's like a housing market. So TLDR. So there's there's a new housing area that's supposed to be released in. It's either going to be in 5.5, which is in like like two, three months from now, uh, or in 6.1, which is going to be the patch after the expansion drops. So we're saving up for to get a large in the new housing area. Um, there's four housing areas right now. Everyone loves Kugane. Uh, we have one in New Gridania, which is very pretty um and so cool so so the reason why it's so hard to get these houses like i explained earlier like there's invisible timers on houses that become available and the reason why there's so many people amassing at these houses is because wards rarely is a house up for sale because these are public instances these aren't like oh i can build my own house in my old private instance no these are actual homes with people who own them in neighborhoods like you see other people just fucking around in their yards and you have like whole neighborhoods of these houses people want to buy um and because they're rarely available people will just they'll just amass they'll be like you'll see like one up for sale invisible timer you just see like 16 people huddled around that placard just waiting all day just clicking yes buy all day god that would suck it sucks um it sucks uh, my advice okay. for housing savage is never give up uh the last question from banderin is knowing that there is a guy who implanted an antenna in his skull to become a cyborg i guess to be uh, sick what what would be the first thing you would change yourself to become a cyborg uh like red eyeball like Ooh, that'd like, be cool it, yeah like be cool sick. eyeball yeah that would be my cool eyeball Maybe i would want sort of like, um go ahead blue no you go here guys I was just thinking some sort of like a retinal like uh, data thing, like AI kind of thing. Like yeah, <laughs> or, or yeah, where like you know you look at something and then you get a whole analysis on it or, or yeah. something. Ooh, you look at me and it's like, like a scouter. Like, yeah. Right, you blue. Dude, like limb augments would be sick. Oh, you're talking like arms or legs? Yeah, just augments to your arms or legs. That'd be tight as fuck. Yeah. Like, uh, what's his name? The Winter Soldier? Yeah, hey. well, kind of. I mean, without, sh- like, cyberpunk style, like, augments. Like, I'm not oh, trying to okay. get my, I'm not trying to get my entire arm amputated. 
<laughs> but like you know, cool augments, cool yeah, augments, so like, where it's like, like something out of your arm comes out, and it's like a little. Yeah, I could, I could, I could, I could run super fucking fast because my legs are augmented, bro. Like you know what I mean? Like that'd be sick. Well, you know it's not sick that we have to end the podcast. Oh right? man, uh, why are you killing uh, us, Rob? Arios, thanks for joining us, dude, and filling in for our boy. We miss you, Christian. Yeah, we miss uh, you, we miss Christian. You, we love you, man. We miss you. Thanks where for having can, me, uh, Where can people find you on the internet, Arios? uh they can find me uh twitch.tv forward slash backslash backslash sir arios uh beautiful beautiful yep they can find me everywhere at mr fruit you guys can find me everywhere at dado's destiny uh thank you guys for watching the podcast episode 71 i want to say yeah episode 71 uh we'll be back next week um till then take it easy everybody you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today.